So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast with Cheem. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does that goddamn band name mean? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll answer that because I'm one of two founding members left in the band. It actually started in high school. So I was several years ago at this point, and uh, it was originally like a Taking Back Sunday ripoff band. Like we had, except it was like, instead of a singer and then a guitarist vocalist, it was like, two guitarist vocalists and the other one was named josh and the other one of them was me the other one was josh and he's the one who came with the band name because like way before like the rick and morty years he would say random words and shit like like he'd be like oh that's pretty chungle yeah, that's pretty gleam dude that's pretty cheem and he, he caught like cheem was one he latched onto and he kept saying it and we tried to come up with like a better band name um and then eventually we just cheem was the one that we didn't all like at least okay i hated cheem at first but I was willing to put that aside because the other three were like, yeah, Cheem's all right. We can agree on Cheem. Um, and then also it meant that Josh could like never say it again without sounding like a big giant asshole. So we were like, yeah, yeah let's take that word from him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I love the name now. I don't know why I ever thought it was stupid. Probably because it is, but I mean, <laughs> it's just grown. It grows on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like short and it's like memorable and it's dumb. And those are like the three things you need to like get just somebody like, like to talk about your band. Right? Yeah, in the nicest way possible, it checks every box of a really stupid band name exactly <laughs> like exactly. really stupid band name. yeah and it's also like it we used to have pretty good search engine optimization and then that fucking meme <laughs> now we, now we let's not let's not let's not get into that yeah like, you know what we are not named after the fucking meme it doesn't team doesn't mean anything it means cool team basically means cool that's what it that's where it came from like because it was used in place of cool but it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then um i mean we started the band because when you're in high school in a town in the north like east that uh, nothing happens there so you're like well either i do a lot of drugs or I start a band or both and you start a band so okay then uh we just kind of ended up playing shows josh left the band we took it to college because we were like no nah, actually this is kind of good like we're it wasn't at the time but we thought it was and then um and then Sam joined eventually Sean joined and then our most recent addition Nate our bass player joined I feel like only recently we've like entered like the Frieza final form of Cheem where it's like now okay this is Cheem this is fucking Cheem but yeah it's been a long long journey to get there but I'm, it's nice yeah, it's nice to be here finally been active for a while but like I almost don't want to say our we have releases that go back to 2015 um, yeah but like I don't even you sound want to nothing say, like the new ones yeah I feel like our very first release would be uh this album that we dropped in uh october of 2017 called downhill yeah um that was definitely the first iteration of team that i was like okay this is like something that i feel confident with sharing with people and like this is kind of like yeah. the uh, like a, we had like a an idea or an idea of the aesthetic or the image of the band that we were like okay what if we did this and this instead of just being like a taking back sunday rip off yeah. yeah and then like it, it did branch off from that we were there was several other bands we were trying to rip off as well you know for a time it was like you know Algernon and like the asian kung fu generation and stuff like that but then it was like man we should probably start like influencing ourselves or, or, or working on our influences that don't like have anything to do with rock because it was like damn like if you play rock with rock influences you kind of just end up sounding like bands that people would prefer to listen to than you <laughs> so it's just yeah that's kind of how that so came wait, about how did you guys go from like a taking back sunday ripoff band to whatever the hell smooth brain is oh, oh, oh I, <laughs> know, I know i know how it started i heard you tell the story recently sky so i can repeat it um yeah basically with the first the very 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 first 
release under the name Cheem, like the full-length release, Making a Planet, Sky looked back on that release and essentially said, we play the same exact drum beat on every single song. So yeah. that's, you know, the foundation of each song. So we need to really just, from the foundation up, the drum beats change it around and switch up the genres. And I remember him specifically saying that to me, like once I joined the band, because I joined like as soon as Making a Planet came out, we were writing those songs for Downhill. And a lot of them have these really just weird grooves that pull from other influences. You know, I remember Sky singing at the time hip hop. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. And that definitely became more pronounced on Cheem TV, which came out in 2018, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Because we literally started rapping in songs, but then, you know, there were trap beats and I had to really yeah. smooth it out my hi-hat rolls. Um, and that that mixtape, Cheem TV, was really the big bridge between our older sound, which was more explicitly rock, and this kind of sound that we've all fallen into where we can just kind of we can release a really goofy pop hip-hop song like smooth brain and feel like it's a really solid part of like you know what we put out so far to sum it up to sum it up uh, to sum it up we just uh wanted to make music that we were more that were more true to like what we all uh essentially listen to you know yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean for like for reference to that's so, like i when people are like, oh, yeah, Cheem just, like, started rapping. It's, like, not – I mean, it didn't come out of nowhere. Like, I've been, like, rapping and writing raps and making beats and shit like that. Like, rapping specifically since I was, like, fucking 10. Like, I've been writing raps since then. And then, like, beat making, I started in, like, middle school, high school. So it's, like, once I – Cheem got to a point where I was, like, oh, wait a minute. I can just do this in Cheem, too. Haha. <laughs> then it was, like, that's that's kind of where the Cheem changed, like, finalized itself. Like, it was, like, okay, I want to rap in Cheem. That's the final frontier. You, you cross that, you can't go back. So, uh, but at that point, I'd already been doing it long enough that I was like, hey, okay, it probably won't be whack. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like people were curious about that shit because I don't know. I don't see a lot of bands who like start rapping and, or, or start not rapping and then start. It usually goes the other way around. Like they get more like mature, quote unquote, okay. and they stop rapping. Yeah. But uh, we did the opposite. <laughs> okay. okay. Solid. <laughs> All right. That was, okay. Um, so, congrats on your newest singles Smooth Brain and Basement Show Baby? BB? BB. BB. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about the response to those singles so far? Good. You know, <laughs> um, they definitely are doing better than any song we've ever released before. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah the, the number, like, you don't want to ever, like, have to, like, look at or rely on numbers as, like, a fucking artist. But, like, when you do look at, like, streaming numbers, it's like, wow. People actually kind of seem to connect with these songs like instantly, whereas before it was more like a slow burn with like the streaming and stuff like that. And I don't know if it's just because like we have a larger reach now or something like that, but it does feel good to like put out weirder shit and have people maybe not even just like resonate with it, but resonate with it more than our previous stuff. Like that's that's pretty gratifying. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, makes taking risks less scary, I would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I saw Smooth Brain all over the timeline. Everyone and their mother was retweeting that promo video really? you guys did for it yeah it was everywhere i can really use the internet so word sean yeah sean's not on twitter <laughs> oh sean's on like stay away yeah thanks yeah. sean's, on, sean's over there on myspace <laughs> sean's on like ps live or like whatever oh my god oh, yeah, true, true. psn that's where you'll find me um so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process yeah sure um uh i write songs and then they come out. no i'm kidding um <laughs> no uh, yeah that's kind of it not a, wow 
Don't no, no, usually, no, usually what happens is some kind of genesis, like, for an idea, like, happens, like, at some point, I'll hear something, and I'm like, oh, man, that's cool, like, I want to try something like that, and I just sort of keep that in the back of my brain for a while, and then, like, eventually, it, I, I have, like, a different tangible idea that's not just, like, a concept, and then I can apply it to that, and it becomes, like, a riff, and then once you get a riff, you make a demo out of it, and now that I've been, like, demoing stuff full band for a while like i learned to incorporate a lot of the electronic shit like way earlier on and so it doesn't just sound like a rock song with like synths on top of it it sounds like an integrated combination of rock and synth shit and then uh basically i demo that out show it to the band usually i'll have some lyrics or maybe none at all and then i'll kind of work on vocals and stuff with sam sam will sometimes like write lyrics or just melodies and i'll write lyrics to the melodies or sometimes i come with the whole thing and then uh yeah, we just we record it for real, for real. Uh, usually, a lot of that involves dropping the original stems for like the synths in the new, like in the final project, because it's all to a grid and shit like that. And most of the sounds that like I want, I kind of try to achieve like before I even bring it to anybody, so that I can be like, hey, here's this thing that like I I've heard in my head. That's like, oh yeah, I want you to hear it the way I hear it. And then once we get the final thing done, we just tweak it. Like every member of the band is like, oh yeah, we should do this or that, or, or like if it's a thing where there's bass and drums, like live shit on it, they'll play their parts like however they fucking feel like playing them. And then, uh, and then the song's done. Usually, sometimes it's not at that point. Sometimes more shit has to be done. But for the most part, from like beginning to end, a lot of the really like nitty gritty, like oh man, like trial and error shit happens just on my end. And then I finally bring like a somewhat completed idea to the band. And then it's like, okay, now we start fucking working on it. Like it's a real song. Yeah. So yeah. even if Sky like, may like write like a a good portion of the skeleton of the band, it doesn't really like finalize until uh, you know every ear is laid on it you know like everyone brings their own ideas to the table uh like like sky mentioned i i do write um some of the vocals uh as well and everyone brings their own ideas to their parts and then uh also we we also produce everything ourselves uh oh. gate uh the other guitarist gabe and i myself both went studied uh music production so we just will bring we'll just literally mix it all together you know gabe will do yeah. a huge He'll kind of hold the project, but we'll all just kind of like work on it together and perfect yeah. the, uh, the idea until we can all agree that it's complete. And Gabe, big big shout out to Gabe. I just want to say that want to, for the record, say Gabe engineers everything. Like he'll anytime we do live recording, drums, bass, guitar, vocals, he's the one setting it up and like monitoring it, and he has all the gear and shit, and he yeah. makes a lot of stuff. And then a lot of the weird electronic shit that I make in the beginning of the stages of the song, I will just throw over to him and be like, "All right, cool." I just figure out how to, you know, make this thing you've never heard before or worked with before in your life sound like pretty cool. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And then we, uh, and then we somehow make it work. So yeah, shout out to Gabe. Wow. <laughs> That's all I say is wow. Wow. No, it's just it's very collaborative, and I like that. Also, that you guys mix everything yourself. That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, since day one. Thank well, you. actually, yeah. kind of, but. Yeah, well, we, the only time we ever tried letting somebody else mix our shit, we were just like, "Fuck this, dude! Yeah, like, this really sucks." Cool. So yeah. we were just like, "We'll just let's just learn how to get good." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, where is your headspace while creating those two singles? Um, I, I guess uh, one thing that is important to say is that the two singles aren't necessarily indicative of like everything we're going to be doing from here on out. Like, there's yeah. some fucking loud, heavy cheem songs like on the way. So. So if anybody's yeah. worried about that for some reason, I've never heard come out, you know, from, come yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah, but but the headspace for the singles is kind of just like, I don't know, 
watching like too many TikToks, I guess. I guess that's kind of how it went. Um, one of them, that's fair. Honestly, actually, I can I can name two specific songs that inspired both of them. Um, shit, I can't remember the name of the fucking Edward Drake and Lil Durk one. No, but like I know how it goes. It's the fucking you know brand new whip got no keys shit. The fucking do you know what that song's called? Brand new whip. Brand got new no whip got no keys. Yeah, uh, it's little baby. That's not little baby, is it? Yes, it's yes. Yes, oh, okay. Well, anyway, the remix of that, the one with um, it, you, you're not supposed to say the word that's in the title. It's uh, it's Gypsy. It's very offensive to the Romani people. Just putting that out there. But the, it's the song. It was an old house track. Uh, they took the chords from that and remixed it under the rap vocals, and it sounds really cool. And it was like a big TikTok song. I was like, fuck, I want to write a song like that. And that's kind of how I wrote Smooth Brain. And then Basement Show BB was literally like, I think I heard Roxanne, and I was like, I want to write a song like that. And I did. <laughs> so that was that was kind of like yeah. how those not Roxanne by the police, Roxanne by Arizona Zerba. Like, mm-hmm. That probably makes more sense in case people thought it was the police one. But yeah, um, so those two was kind of like just want to make something fun and like electronic and modern. It was also like quarantine. So it was like we really can't do full band recordings right now. So let's just try something different because we got time, you know, like we have to put our, our full band stuff on hold. So yeah. let's do something else. Yeah, just fuck around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most in your music? I know you touched on the couple of singles. <laughs> um, I think we all know the one that we say immediately. Yeah. Yeah. The big the big one is 311. <laughs> wait, wait. Everyone at the same time. 311. 311. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're That's so it. out of sync. I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> yeah. That was... Well, we've... Oh. we've we haven't been influenced with 311 for our entire career but i personally have um mm-hmm. so it's, it's only been a group thing since like probably downhill because uh 311's been like my favorite band since like middle school it's it, it's one of those things where people think it's a meme like i'm like oh i love 311 they're like oh me too uh eric andre i'm just like yeah no nah, man but like they're good i actually um, like 311 yeah. <laughs> yeah. them they're a huge influence um I guess I would also say Insync. I've been listening to Insync since I was like four years old, and that shit. Yeah, listening to them earlier Nobody today. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Hell yeah, smack. we're big. Sky and I are big Insync fans. Like uh, my two biggest uh, influences as a vocalist are uh, Frank Ocean and oh, Justin Taste. Timberlake. Bro, yes. Frank Ocean, let's go. Okay. Um, and then uh, from from release to release, like each individual song also has like different influences. Like I'll hear something that's like very forward thinking, and I'm just like, man. I wish I thought of that. Now I have to think of something like similar, but not at all the same. I don't know. Like I just, just artists like, like a lot of like, like Polyphia, like their new fucking album. Like when I heard new levels, new devils, I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I think of this exact thing? So mm-hmm. then it's just like pe- people who like make shit like that. That's like very, very like kind of futuristic. That sort of pushes us and pushes me specifically to be like, all right, well, we got to step our game up and then I'll, that, that helps come up with ideas. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's sick. Okay. Okay. This question should be like super fast off the top of your head. I want you to describe your music in three words. Oh. Off the top of your head. Super oh, quick. Big you fucking guys... jam. No, that's Thank bad. you. Me- oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, All of you have to come up with one. This isn't a... Oh, fuck me. Oh, <laughs> boy band, new metal. Boy band, new metal. That's four. Boy, new metal. boy can... band one word, then it's... New metal is one. No, sure. new metal is definitely two words. Boy band could be. Wait, one yeah. Word, though, we'll just make like. all the words one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy band new metal is my first word out of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just candy one long word. Candy store deftones. <laughs> what did you say? That candy store deftones. At least the new music. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty yeah, good. That's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> I'd probably say like rainbow somewhere in there. Just like okay. that's one of my three, and then <laughs> the other ones are yeah. Rainbow kitten deftones. 
Definitely not kitten, dude. That's like, come on, man. We're not redditors. <laughs> no, we are. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Rainbow gel glitter. That's there you go. Rainbow gel butter. glitter. Okay. That's beautiful. All right. Wow. Very beautiful. Uh, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have listening to your music? Yeah. Uh, basically, like, you, you ever see, like, a Disney Channel? This is very specific. You ever see the end of a Disney Channel original movie? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like, there's like a, it's probably like 10, 15 years ago. So bands still like existed at the time. And like, mm-hmm. you know, there's like a stage and a band's playing. And maybe like the main character's older brothers in the band or some shit like that. And everybody's partying. <laughs> and, it, and it goes through each of the individual characters and shows them. And they're all like happy. But then it like shows the villain. They're like, oh, I'm kind of sad right now. And like just that kind of feeling that the crowd is having. Like, I want us to be that band at every performance and for every song people hear it's like oh, okay this is like the big movie end moment where it's just like hell yeah like we're all vibing like i just want everybody as many people as possible to vibe together that's the big thing okay. <laughs> wow and that was perfect that was very specific <laughs> holy shit very specific. a little to be a little more vague i'd say something like something you can throw on on your own and like be able to listen to and find something new in the mix that you probably haven't heard before but also be able to just like throw on your speakers while you're listening with your friends and just like have it be music that could be playing over you know like a party or something mm-hmm. that is not like still not intrusive to the the, the vibe yes. the, way that, the way that i see it is that uh and i've heard sky say this before too is that no matter what kind of genre we're operating in everything has to just absolutely bang live um like we just want people to like really really be grooving like no matter if we're playing something heavy or we're playing something a little bit more like swung and stripped back and like vocally based or something that's just like kind of a freak out, you know, weird syncopation, like time signatures, whatever. Um, it all needs to just go off live. And that's always kind of been like part of our ethos, I'd say. hundred percent, hundred percent. That was wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, is this single leading up to anything? Or these two singles, are they leading up to anything? Are there any projects on the horizon? An yes, album, EP, no. yes, no? Well, That's the, not an answer. The, the single, I feel like- No, we're quitting, we're breaking Oh my God. We're not part of a larger release. Okay. The three, the basic, yeah, they're standalone, the, the singles. Smooth Brain, they're their own things. Like mm-hmm. they're not part of, they're not gonna appear in any kind of bigger release in the future. Like they exist, they're in the world. And that is where they'll stay. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah. we also are. Yeah, we have an we have an EP slash out. It's seven tracks. We don't yeah. know what to call it. We're gonna call it a mini album. We have a mini album that's done. It's a collection of songs. A record. It's been done. Yeah, we leaked it to too many people at this point. Like way too many people okay. have heard this thing. I'll take that. Um, okay, so can you add two more people, people onto that? Yeah, can you leave it to us? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Thank we you. Pog. And we may or may not be dropping a song next month. Yeah. It's yeah. not from that EP. It's another one of its own, just like single. Yeah. And then we have okay. three. We have, <laughs> we, we have three other songs that are going on a different release that I can't talk about right now. But Split. at some point, yeah. Nah, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Isn't there a split like that? The entire DIY scene is doing or something. Like everybody's jumping on that. you guys on it. I've. Yeah, we, we they told us about that one totally. Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> they let us in on that secret. Uh, no, and then we—I mean, we have way too much like stuff that's just like in the works. Like, I, I will say this: like everything we write is pretty much like 
produced at some point like i had it way farther ahead of time than anybody thinks it is like stuff like sheen tv that mixtape like most of that was written before downhill came out and then downhill like most of that was written before making a planet came out so it's like we're always kind of we have a backlog and we definitely have a backlog going right now of like stuff that's like done done yeah. in the demo stages and it's just ready to get like recorded recorded not to, and uh not to leak too much but i think the last time i checked we had at least 25 ideas slash completely written tracks yeah, and that's not counting the other ones we talked about yeah yeah not counting those ones so there's there's a whole lot that we we really want to like share we're, we're itching but we can't we can't we can't Lots of exciting shit all right we're, we're a powerhouse <laughs> all right for it all. good backlog yeah. um so where do you guys see the band in the next five years uh, bigger than Nirvana. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred emoji. I, I mean, where, where, yeah, right. Where do where do we see the band? I don't know. I, I think we try kind of hard not to think about that because, like, the goal is complete and total world domination. Like, absolutely the biggest band ever. Like, like start. I think that's a good start. Yeah, five years is, I, I is feel a like long we're time really though. Efficient with our process now, but imagine if like we've lived like less than an hour away. From right. Like, yeah. We would just I definitely want to do more like healthy. I think it would be really yeah. healthy for us. So we should totally do it. We're we're gonna do yeah, we're we're gonna do more like video shit too, I think. As that would be easier to do if we live together, but definitely more like YouTube shit and random clips here and there and like I wanna I wanna start like a band Twitch channel. That would be kinda cool. Oh, um, you know I'll be on that yeah. shit. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. And Twitch but it's just like cool. I don't know. Five years from now, it's like I would hope we're still doing it and I would hope like we've at least put out one thing that like people have like recognized on like a wider scale and been like oh shit like this band is actually not just like a bunch of fucking like weirdos making weird music like it's oh it's something that can kind of catch on with like people especially like younger people like not just like i don't know i feel like a lot of like the diy scene that we know is like aging out of the diy scene now so it's it's cool that twitter is a thing because it allows us to like interact with newer bands pretty easily and i think uh as long as we keep doing what we're doing, we might actually end up putting out something that resonates with younger people and younger bands. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, right. Five years is it's very long. Yeah. <laughs> five years ago, five years ago we about. fucking sucked. Five years ago, we were awful. So We were bad, yeah. But another thing Sky and I talked about, uh, we're both really into fashion, and we want to, like, maybe expand on team and, like, maybe, like, like make, like, a clothing line. So, like, yeah, esque kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Team yeah, gear from twenty twenty one, baby. Team X Gucci. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck luxury brands. Our, our shit. Our shit is all gonna be affordable. We're gonna oh. be affordable. It made it a hundred <laughs> times yeah. funnier that uh, he lagged out like halfway it's, it's through. A pipe. It. Yeah. <laughs> Bit crushed. I'm, I'm on um I'm on data right now because my I I don't know if I mentioned this earlier but as soon as I got on my computer and logged in that Zoom call like pretty much a couple seconds after I we started our beef together i uh my wi-fi just died <laughs> the wi-fi in my house just fucking died so luckily i okay. for, pay for unlimited data so let's, go. let's go <laughs> okay um so the answer to that was clothing brand maybe hopefully yeah so okay right. solid um so for the last couple questions we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay and yeah uh, totally go straight to death row so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Should this be as like a as a band or or? No, this is separate. You guys are having a, a last you guys are supper. Together. Oh, 
we, we took the beef too far and now we're on death row. So. Oh my god. I can't even decide what we want for dinner on any given night. So it's gonna be here for a while. Oh, oh man, last meal. That's difficult, bro. Oh man. God. I want to think about it, man. Actually, you know what? There is this one sandwich that's like they they have it at a couple different places around me. But the place that makes it the best is the fucking corner deli of Massimo's. Fucking delicious. It's chicken cutlet, prosciutto, roasted red peppers, fresh mozzarella, and balsamic vinegar on like oh. a grinder. Oh. Yo, that oh, shit is, God. it hits way too hard. Like I, I have to like stop myself from getting it as often as I want because I feel like it'll ruin it. But that would probably be, if I had to pick one fucking meal, that's it. That's it. And the drink is it. The drink, we all know what the drink is. It's Arizona iced tea. Oh, I <laughs> Every every time, all right. every fucking time, that would be my last drink. That one wasn't hard, but the meal was hard. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I know what I would want. I would want breakfast for dinner, but like full breakfast, like milk it for whatever it's worth. So you know, like full yeah. stack of chocolate chip pancakes, eggs a few different ways, buttered toast, you know, bacon, sausage, maybe like a bagel, like breakfast sandwich type of deal on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've only got one drink. I feel like I'd have to drink it separate from the meal itself, but it would be lemonade. Lemonade. Oh, Lemonade's nice. my ride or die when I'm not drinking. <laughs> so that's that's for me. Are you looking up restaurants right now? Yeah. I just, oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot. Oh yeah, actually, put, you know what? Put as a side dish on mine. Put the hush puppies from Cookout. That's put them there. True. <laughs> for me. True. Um, right? Yeah. There's this there's this sushi place in the greater Boston area, and it's some of the best sushi I've ever had in my entire life. And I go there with my dad and my uh, my step grandma, uh, and I get, uh, I just get like a like a, a sushi plate. You know, it's like, it's got any sort of fish you can think of, uh, tuna, salmon, eel. Eel's like my favorite sushi of all time. Any just, sort of fish. Let me talk. <laughs> you, it's got gold fish on it. Nah, shut up. It's <laughs> breaking, Sam. Oh I'm breaking. I'm breaking. Lion. A drink uh, like that. And Lionfish. yeah, so just like that sushi deluxe meal. Angler fish. And then uh, as my beverage, <laughs> I get the the pear, uh, the pear uh, peach seltzer made by Stop and Shop. Okay. Solid. Right. Um, nice. So, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Pokemon. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Probably one, uh, one Piece. I want to be a pirate with a uh, crazy allergic reaction from a berry. Okay. Uh, to okay. be fair, nobody ever really dies in One Piece, so you're pretty you're pretty safe in One Piece. No, you yeah, Pokemon. Die in One Piece. We, let's not get into spoiler Terry. Let us not do this. <laughs> we we about to we about to ruin One Piece for the viewers. No, um, I didn't say yeah, it. Pokemon. Hundred percent Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's a tie between One Piece and Pokemon. Sean. Oh God, I my head's in a dark place right now. But I, I think I'm about to say Mass Effect because uh i thought you were gonna say apex legends no 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 no, no. i'm not gonna get into that but like mass effect just having a massive race of of giant robots to wipe everything out and start everything over i think that we we could really use that right now (laughs) we need it okay wow very very optimistic take i told you my head was in a dark place i was trying to find a better universe to pick but you know i really had to go with mass effect 
<laughs> at least in the world of Pokemon, you can have you could have you could have just guy that just follow you around and or like a really big guy and like you just like battle other people for badges. You yeah exactly, Sean. You could have just piggybacked off Pokemon. It was that easy. Oh, <laughs> You're like, I want to just I want to destroy the universe. You just gotta oh, that'd be cool. Without like. <laughs> Not to get on a lighter note. I think my favorite uh, Pokemon is uh, Houndoom. If you were wondering, is that your new? Play? I thought your favorite was Mew. It's Houndoom and Lucario. Those are my Lord. two mains. Oh yeah, my favorite's still Elekid. Nice. I don't. Do you, I don't, do, you, do either of you guys have a favorite? I. No favorites. I like Squirtle. Yeah. Hell yeah! That's a good pick. That's a solid pick. Honestly, I was at Target the other day. Mm-hmm. I was at Target the other day, and there's like two kids, separate, complete separate families, both like going ape shit over Squirtle, and it's oh. like, yo, kids, kids still love the older Pokemon. Like, they, they got to get their shit together, make some new ones. The kids like, because kids still like Squirtle. Mm-hmm. Kids don't give a shit about these last six, seven generations. Exactly, we don't care about still Squirtle. Care. We care about Squirtle. Ignore his missing foot, my Hell Oh yeah. God! It off. Poor thing. Hang on, let me, let me, uh, let me grab Ellie kid real quick. I got a little one of him right there. Oh, oh my God. I don't have any Pokemon to show off because I've watched the series. That's okay. It's that was a that was a flex. It was just a was a small flex. We can we can get over it now. If you're okay. interested, uh, they have a bunch of plushies. Mm-hmm. There's a whole website of Pokemon plushies, and they're mm-hmm. all amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I would recommend it. They're amazing. I will. Just even just looking out. at them brings joy. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. I'll check it out because I need some joy. Um. So I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yellow. Let's go. Yellow's the best color. I'm an indigo kind of guy. Period. Okay. I like uh, any shade. Mm. Oh, God. Any, you, if you remember, what? I had to ask you this question for the, for the downhill inside cover because we did like weird little like, we, we kind of like parody like Teen Beat magazines with like little like portraits of like our heads and like our star sign and our favorite color and like likes and dislikes <laughs> and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody still has one of those CDs, but that's that's a relic right there. And I asked Sam for the favorite color, and and you said you said like dark blue, right? You were like any shade of like dark blue. Yeah, any shade of dark blue. Is it, is it still like, there? I'd say like it's it's merged more into like the blue purple sort of realm. So indigo, I guess. Nice. <laughs> that's a good ass color. That's a great color. Yeah, it's a great color. Or right. or a pink. Okay. Pink solid. Oh, I learned the other day it. that like fuchsia or pink or whatever doesn't exist. It's just like what our brain makes up because there is no wavelength like to represent pink because purple's on one end of the spectrum, red's on the other end of the spectrum, and they go off in the other direction like infrared and like ultraviolet. But there is no like combination of red and pink because it's not a color wheel. So like our rods and cones just make up fuchsia or pink or whatever, and it's not real. But that's what our brain tells us there. I don't so appreciate I you blowing that. my what? fucking mind. Yeah, that's actually. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Color Out of Space. It's I think it's based on like a Lovecraft story. Nicolas Cage is in it, but they make the yeah, the color is. quote unquote in that movie fuchsia because it doesn't exist for real. That's why they do that. Okay. I've heard that before. Well, way to blow my fucking mind and way to end it there. Uh, so as Glory <laughs> said, that's all the questions you have to say. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, our band, yeah. 
<laughs> no, like, uh, just go follow us on Twitter, Cheem underscore SZN. That means season. If you're old and you don't know that, it means season, uh, Cheem season. And uh, go stream our stuff on Spotify or whatever streaming service you like. Just just, just listen to it. Love it. Share with, And also share it with your friends. That's the most important thing because nobody else is sharing that shit. So just show it to anybody and everybody. All right. Yeah. Before we dominate the world. Yeah, yeah. Do, be there first. You know what I mean? Before they're bigger we do appreciate all the real ones. Like, if you ever have uh, shared us on the internet, I would. You're my best friend. So thank you. That's very you wholesome. That was very wholesome. Yeah, we have a lot of best friends. <laughs> yeah. it'd, be, it'd be way too long to shout out everyone who is a real one, but like a lot of you and everyone who knows, they they know. People people know. know. Yeah, if you know, you know. You're a chimo. Yeah. Chimo. Actually, I, I, I thought I thought it was Manic Pixie Chim Girl. I thought that's what they voted on. Yeah, that's yeah. what we voted on. Uh, yeah. we vote, Twitter voted for that. I, I'm still on Team Chimo. It, it was like 300 people. votes. It was like 300 votes. The people want Manic Pixie Chim Girl. That's what that's what they want. Well, then you're I, Manic Pixie Chim Girl. Um, I, I like Chimo. I prefer the You, can, you can like what you like. <laughs> uh, so thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Chim and uh, We're the Good Noise Podcast.